I found out that the pie was made. Oh, oh crap! Oh, wait, recording. Hey, hey. Uh oh. Ah, welcome. I guess we'll find out another time. Yes. Uh, welcome everybody to Front Row Perspectives. Uh, I'm Asher slash David. Uh, joining me tonight is Michael. Hi. Uh, Nick slash Itrio. Hello. And Will slash Kage. Hello. So. Tonight we're gonna go on to a topic that we've addressed in other other recordings, just never as itself, just in reference to, which is censorship and localization. Because since our game industry, since the game industry, we have different markets, and some games get brought over stateside or go over stateside, they have to deal with changing certain aspects to match that culture or sometime uh, or make things more appropriate like jokes or conversations whereas other times you have to deal with certain craziness like oh you can't have dismemberment in Germany some countries have rules for because they bring back memories others just because it's tacky or displeasing or would, yeah. would offend the general public or a subsection of the public. Yeah. So, um, probably, well, let's start out with localization, because this will definitely lead into censorship to uh, at a point. And localization, to put it at the probably barest level, is trying to make a game uh, like just taking a game and then translating it so it makes sense into where it's being uh, Im uh, imported or exported to. And, th and this can also include like references that may be made in the dialogue um, or uh, environmental stuff that may be changed. It's just honestly making it fit better with the target demographic of yeah. the local release. Yeah. Now, what localization has turned into is a different matter where they start making things a lot more... Because, uh, like, one of the uh, Discord servers that I'm a part of has a bunch of, like, uh, translators for games on it, both official and unofficial. And they constantly talk about you can't just slap a script into Google Translate and slap that into a game. <laughs> Oh, God. oh, Lord. Google Translate, yes, is a great way to generally comprehend simple enough sentences, but an entire script? Oh, Lord. Yeah. Uh, well, not only that, there's other challenges there as well, as far as if you have any game that was developed after, um, after 2000, <laughs> you have some degree of voice acting, which means having to match the lips up with the words. Yeah. As, so let, let's start with the barest thing, is translating the script. Um, and this is from an outside perspective. I've never done translation. Well, I can understand, like, occasional word of Japanese, I have not actively learned it. <laughs> Same. Um, yeah, I mean, I have a smattering knowledge. But I have what anime has taught me, which is not <laughs> enough to survive in any respect ever anywhere 
Sidebar, I know the most important phrase, and that is, where is the bathroom? Nani? <laughs> no, I'm making the joke of, oh, uh, what? I know, but, but still. Uh, so, like, at the, uh, at the Barrest, you have to translate the entire script. And to, exp uh, to probably use probably the best example, we're going to bring back our good friend Ted Woosley. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, boy, Ted Woosley. You can't talk about localization without talking about Ted Woosley. You really can't. You really can't, because to explain, uh, to put it bluntly, Ted Woosley is both a saint and the cardinal sinner of localization. There's not a single word in that I disagree with. <laughs> because he has done some amazing things with translation. He's also done some very horrible, horrible things with translation. <laughs> Some of it was caused by his own hand. Others, it, yes, by his hand, but sometimes by outside forces. So It's up for debate. It's up for the debate, and this has been an ongoing debate, even amongst uh, translators themselves, because we're going to use what some people consider his crowning jewel, sla uh, his crowning jewel as the perfect example of a good localization final fantasy 6 which is ironic as hell because that is also home to some of the biggest what are affectionately sometimes known as Wolseyisms. yes um the reason why people hail final fantasy 6 uh in the translation world as a crown jewel of his career is the fact that Here's a little bit of tidbit. Kefka in the original Japanese was just plain as all hell. He didn't have that weird, like, clown-esque, uh, as some people would probably put it nowadays, Joker-esque mentality. He was just straight up evil. He was straight up, like, um, mustache-twirling evil in it. It's like, he was bland. Ted Woosley took a, uh, was given a kind of free reign and gave Kefka character. To the point that even Japanese fans and Square itself liked that version of Kefka and have kept him as Woosley's Kefka. Yep. Wow. And as such, he uh, like he left that indelible mark. But at the same time, I'm going to probably mention one of my favorite games, but it's actually turned out to be a horrible nightmare of Ted Woosley's, uh, which was Secret of Mana. Apparently, Ted Woosley's version of Secret of Mana was so horribly done that it's technically pointed as this is essentially what you don't do with localization which oof um yeah the one thing that i've learned about it though is that he was forced to do the entire script of the game in six weeks oof. six weeks 
Yeah, that is rough. It's a lot to that script. Yeah, well, most RPGs, like, if you... Let's say that you got handed um, Final Fantasy VIII. And you were told to have every, every uh, bit of script translated and ready in about, let's say, two months. I think you could get the the basic sense of what's going on in the story, but yeah, no, you'd miss some of the cues uh, that you really honestly need more time and actually see the game to do the translations. Um, and that's why localization nowadays is much more of a large-scale project, both in the fan translations and uh, professional level. Uh, I'm just going to be relating a story of somebody that mentioned that he was translating a game and he was trying to translate a scene and he didn't know what was going on in it because it sounded like somebody was belching in Ooh. the scene, just on text alone. But then when he got to that part in the actual game... It was actually a child crying. Oh, wow. Because the sound effect used is both used as a crying effect and belching sound effect. And yeah. this was like a... I, I think it was a Super Nintendo game that he was doing. And he basically states that's the problem of just tossing a script into Google Translate is you can get shit like that. What was he doing that for, though? Uh, he was a fan translator, and he likes doing RPGs. Mm. Uh, I don't fully know, but I respect him. Uh, I respect him, even though I've never talked to him personally. I just read his relation of what he's talked about: people trying to do or get into their own fan translations, um, or localization. Because uh, the one thing about localization is. Let's take some more modern games uh, into account. Let's... Uh, Persona 5. Okay. Ooh. To, uh, to explain, Persona, just Persona, uh, the series alone, has a lot of Japanese references. There are some jokes, puns, skits that can only work in Japanese, and... Localization is trying to get that weird, nice middle ground where you can get kind of a, yeah, either get a good version of the joke to work in, let's use uh, English, or you don't get it to work. And you simply uh, replace it with something that, instead of the joke, does work. Uh, instead of the Japanese joke, you replace it with a joke. Uh, that will work in English. Um, and that's when some of the bits and bobs of localization gets into some heated debates of, oh my god, why did you translate it that way? That's not the joke. And yes, there are people out there that absolutely, absolutely get nitpicky about how translations are handled. Oh, of course, 
and this is uh, and whenever those arguments start happening, guess who get his name gets brought up? Woosley. Yep. Woosley. Woosley. Poor, poor Woosley. Um, the other factor is with localization, and we're gonna get into the nice spicy bits, is censorship. <laughs> yeah. So censorship is kind of a more it is probably a big part of localization because certain things in certain cultures don't translate to other cultures or they don't uh, or due to certain cultural norms in other cultures they are big taboos or no-nos yep and I'm going to bring up probably a big thing that's been happening with Sony uh, over the past year or so. Is, for the longest time, Sony was probably the biggest console, except for maybe Nintendo, in Japan. Mm -hmm. The major reason why is that Sony had a shit ton of visual novels on it. Most of them never got to the H level because that was regulated to just PC and PC only. But they had some very risque visual novels on most of their con uh, ga uh, game consoles, like the PSP, the Vita, the PS4, the PS3, including mm -hmm. the PS2. However... Recently, Sony moved their uh, the the uh, the SEA uh, headquarters from Japan to California. Oof. And we started seeing a lot more censorship in those visual novels. Of course. And people are going to be like, well, how does this factor into localization? Here's the thing. By moving your headquarters from Japan, uh, from Japan to California... You're no longer exporting. You're not, uh, even though you may not be exporting, the headquarters determines the general census of what they would like to see on their console. Yep. And even though a lot of these visual novels are maybe never coming stateside. Uh, it's still it, affecting production. It's still yep, affecting. It now has a huge say in what does and doesn't fly. Yeah. There was a lot of uh, stink and hullabaloo because here's a bunch of, like, let's say, medium-sized visual novel studio going to Sony like, oh, hey, we've got a new visual novel, and then being told at the door, of, like, do you have anybody that speaks English? Which is already a big butta oof. Which, now you're having this weird Japanese guy who did learn English, but it's the equivalent of high school English, trying to go, trying to sell a visual novel to a couple of guys from California who are like, oh, oh, why would you, why? And I'm saying they're like, 
Like, no offense, dude, but we don't really get into anime TNA. Yeah, and as such, that's when Nintendo stepped in and go like, oh, hey, you can bring some of your stuff to our end and we won't censor it that much. And when they showed off with the ads, like, oh, we don't need to do any censoring on these level at this level. They're like, oh, these you're pre-censoring, you're self-censoring. Okay, cool. Um, yes, please feel free to keep bringing them to us. We will publish you, and we will eat all of Sony's old money. Yeah. And, yeah. So, essentially, the whole aspect of where your headquarters out of also determines some aspect of sensibilities on what games will be brought stateside. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I could probably mention is Sony's stance on localization in the PS2 era, at least early PS2 era, was everything had to be English. Only. If you had, uh, unless you could somehow figure out a way to keep the Japanese in, like, keep it as an alternate track, which meant uh, voice acting text oh lord and which meant double uh, double or triple or quadruple the voice acting for every single region you're you're now trying to hit yeah um probably the one example of a game i could probably point to as this is early ps2 version of localization is the dot hack games not gu just the original dot hack uh, quadrilogy. Uh, quadrilogy, yeah. Because they actually had to remove the Japanese track in order to keep the uh, to get the English tracks in there, and text. Um, admittedly, later on, Sony did loosen up a bit. But it's one of those situations where, yeah, some of those changes were really weird. Um, and then kind of getting back to a bit of censorship is, well, let's bring up Nintendo this time. Oh, yes, let's do. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody has at least one story about Nintendo about a game that they brought stateside and did something to it that you wish they or didn't. Refused to bring, or refused to bring it stateside. That too. But Nintendo uh, has had this weird, I wouldn't say stigma, but just weird view of being a family console. And I want to say it was back probably in the N64 days when this got started. Really? You think so? Uh, Maybe a little bit in the Super Nintendo era? SNES. Yeah, I would say... What I can think of with SNES is Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat was... was It was really super solidified in the Wii era because it was their standout versus their competitors. But yeah, early signs of it were as early as the SNES. Uh, I would say it would start to crystallize in the GameCube era. 
because um because like the signs probably started like super nintendo and n64 but it started to crystallize in the gamecube and wii uh mostly because of the fact that like in the gamecube era uh a lot of publishers looked at nintendo and said why are we going to develop for a cheap console like that I actually was, like, looking into that a little bit. Uh, you know, the whole Mortal Kombat thing in the SNES era. Uh, the Sega Genesis actually got propelled because Nintendo censored the version of Mortal Kombat. The Sega Genesis had didn't censor the fatalities nearly as much. Mm -hmm. um, and there was a cheat code that you could use to unlock the full fatality graphics. <laughs> um for the Sega Genesis and Nintendo had no such option, which actually propelled the sales of the Sega Genesis at the time um, as Ooh, the more boy. mature console, like the more for the more mature uh, gamer. Yeah. Um, um, it's like the double set. That's the double edged sword. There of Nintendo's family friendly policy they had at the time. Yeah, and I think they kind of kept that family-friendly policy uh, up through the Wii until they started going like, we we probably need to th sit and think about this because... We like money. <laughs> they, they liked money, but they also noticed that, and this is a bit of forward thinking, they do need a broader uh, base to get people from, and they noticed that the quotation mature games slash competitive games were a good chunk of the pie that they didn't have a lot a big hand into yeah because the few competitive games that they had were as mario party and smash which, bros <laughs> yeah which smash bros was really kind of their big we're not only family friendly for a long time because even Mario Party, as rage-inducing as that may be, <laughs> it's not really a it's not really a competitive game. Like you couldn't competitive circuit it, is what I mean to say. Yeah. Uh, because because of the elements of randomness, because of the elements of silliness, it would never be taken serious as a this is competitive game. It would never go esports. I would love to see Mario Party esports. I would too, but it would never happen. I'm sure that somebody out there's tried and failed. Uh, and so um, when they tried to bring the uh, Wii U, they tried to get a lot more third-party developers to make some much more mature games, which is why we got stuff like Zombie U um, and a few other games, but they just... I hate to say it, but they didn't really break out of it until the Switch, really. And even yeah. then, there's still a bit of... Uh, like, they're still kind of a family-friendly console, but they actually have a lot better uh, selection of developers that are willing to develop for the Switch now for other uh, for much more competitive games because, well... As much as I don't like this, I will fully admit that you have access to competitive games like Fortnite. 
yeah on the switch oh and the the point the angle i was gonna go is the what what really told me the first thing that really told me that yes the switch is trying to break out of the family friendly filter is when you started seeing games like skyrim when i heard skyrim was gonna be there i'm like but that's blood and gore that doesn't belong on a nintendo console that's for mature consoles <laughs> oh what you're doing there nintendo i see it well and in and with the whole sony thing with sony they were starting to get some of the more visual novels because there was one vis- uh, one roguelike uh, with visual novel elements in it that they their whole advertising campaign was, oh, if you want the family-friendly version, go to Sony. If you want the full version, get the Switch copy. <laughs> Oof. Is that Omega Labyrinth C? Uh, Omega, uh, Omega Labyrinth Life. Oh, Life, that's right. Yes, that was the one. Uh, and it's just, it was, uh, it, on the PlayStation, it was just called Labyrinth Life, because they got rid of the Omega and its whole symbolism of looking like a pair of, uh, to use my favorite term, jubblies. Jujubies. Jujubies. Um, Dippin' Dots. Are we going to get into that whole <laughs> argument? And enough. Partridge okay. in a pear tree. <laughs> but I can go all day. All I know, all I know is now what I'm taking from this episode so far is apparently I need to change my Facebook logo because apparently every time uh, Asher looks at my Facebook logo, he sees Jubblies. No, I don't. <laughs> I use an Omega logo for my Facebook icon. I have for years. Uh, you use the Greek Omega logo. This is the, I believe mathematical omega logo wait a minute wait a minute he's uh he, he has the it was like oh, we, do we have to do the omega protocol what protocol omega uh, di- the, the omega directive yeah but anyway um yeah that uh getting back into the whole thing of localization and censorship uh sure. let's rewind it just a little bit hmm and so let, let's talk about some PC games. Very popular PC games. Sure. Let's oh talk about uh, Left 4 Dead. What about it? It has so many versions due to localization and each of those versions of censorship. Um, considering that I mentioned... Probably the whole thing of Germany. Germany does not like dismemberment. So uh, Germany's logo for Left 4 Dead, instead of the two missing fingers on the hand, I think for Left 4 Dead 2, they just have them curled back. As well as all the gibs that you'd find are, when you kill a zombie, it just drops a dead full corpse. You don't get, like exploding bodies in it boring which given their dislike of uh given their dislike of dismemberment makes perfect sense to me uh the one that stands out in my mind i believe is australia's copy of left for dead which 
no shit, Australia has like the most hard, uh, hard, uh, hardest censorship laws. To the point the of where hardest. they have the hardest uh, censorship laws. Uh, because if anything isn't right, you basically get an automatic adult rating and they won't release the game. Or they won't give you a rating so they can't. Uh, it won't allow you to release the game. Yeah, I've, I've, heard, I've heard about that one. Um, as a... Uh, off and on again, long-time viewer of Zero Punctuation. I hear Yahtzee <laughs> complain about that one a lot. Uh, last I checked, Yahtzee has actually moved stateside because he's sick and tired of dealing with Australia's laws. Can't say as I blame him from everything he's said. Yeah. But uh, Australia's version of Left for Dead, you kill a zombie, it just pops out of existence. Poof! Yeah, no well, I mean, that's that's one way of dealing with it, I guess. Yeah, because apparently you can't show blood, you can't show gore, and so a lot of people were even surprised that it actually got in because A, it shows grievous violence, aka shooting things with guns, which... Zombies aren't people. Oof, that's zombieist. <laughs> Extremely zombieist. Extremely zombieist. Yeah. The uh, Australian release. This is, of... the part, this is the point where we include the little mm -hmm. uh, advance, uh, warning that uh, not all messages, uh, not all um, beliefs held by individual members of Front Row Perspective are beliefs of the company itself. Yes. <laughs> but. Uh, Very true. So. Are uh, you guys trying to label me as a corpsist? <laughs> yes. That's I, terrible. I think the term is necrophilia. <laughs> you know, by, by labeling someone as a corpsist, you yourself are probably a closet corpsist. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. Really? That's how it works, right? You really just threw that one on me, huh? I kind of had to. <laughs> you really didn't. I, I, I needed to right now, yes. You really didn't, though. Are you sure? <laughs> but can we phone a, can so, we phone a friend? I'm so sure. Sure, okay. Hold on, let me call Ryan. <laughs> no, he's uh, worse. Friend. Ryan is... Oh! Oh! That's okay, he'll hear this later. He knows. And he'll that. just be like, aw. He'll, he'll, no, he'll, he'll probably be angry at me. Fuck you, man. That's what he'll be like. Yeah, Ryan will probably go on a like, five-minute rant and then just feel <laughs> sad for the rest of the day. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan. Anyways, but hi, Ryan. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, and that's how some countries deal with not wanting a game to come in their country. They literally it go to the review board. The review board just sends it back. No rating. No rating allowed. I mean, yeah. and at that point, you have two options. You release it unrated, in which case, you're, you're, you're done, son. Uh, some countries, you can't even release a game. Yeah, like Australia. Australia is one of them. I think the European Union has that got in place now. Oh, that I didn't know. Yeah, I, can, I do pay attention to certain aspects, because it's like, one of these days, I want to release a video game. 
I'm going to have to know some of this shit. Fair. Um, Step one, do not release in Australia or EU. Well, not if you intend to do anything with the game that is in any way violent whatsoever or uh, suggestive. Uh, the, I, think, I think they have similar rules on suggestive games. Uh, EU is a lot more relaxed on uh, violence, but suggest suggestive, they are a little bit more conservative. It's also weird Which that... makes no sense. Australia is weirdly... It's like, you can be super, uh, super suggestive. Like, innuendos oh. out the ass. Ooh. And that in of itself is an innuendo, folks. Yes. That it is. That, that, that is implied. That was heavily implied. And as long as the base material isn't too far off what they, uh, what they are looking for, they will allow the games to be released. Because to bring back that one title, Omega Labyrinth Life, that got an That's Australian the... release. That's really? allowed in Australia. <laughs> wow. Because... The violence is cartoonish, but the whole implied aspect is just, okay, whatevs. And we're talking, yeah, it got released Steam, uh, like it was released Steam uh, on the Steam platform. It was released on the Steam, folks. <laughs> the Steam, yes. Well, I mean, that makes sense considering apparently it was Steamy. <laughs> ah... I'll show myself out. <laughs> Go ahead, please. Yeah. And... It featured boobs, people. <laughs> you were just going to toss that straight out there. Just this not... might as well. Which, I if mean, speaking only for myself, that's not really a selling point for me. But I, that is obviously a selling point for some. For some yeah, people. For some. Yeah. For some. For some. Um, <laughs> but it, it's one of those situations where it's like, it, it kind of surprised me that it's like, wait, what? They're allowing that in Australia? And the answer is yes, because even Australians like boobs. Some of them. Some of them. Not all of them. Some of them. I assume I that there all... are... <laughs> oh, boy. That, that's going to... They haven't outlawed that, have they? <laughs> uh, that, that was... Outlawed, no. No. But... Okay. As such, bastards. Uh, I'm gonna get in. Uh, actually, I should probably talk about this for both localization and uh, censorship. Is I I'm gonna mention a game that's getting a uh, remaster. Oh. Because initially it was never going to leave uh, Japan. Oh. Un Are we talking about SD3? Uh, no, we're not. Oh. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, Damn, I thought I might actually have something to contribute. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I know. I just, I just started to make my own, man. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, the game in question is actually uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. Ah. And the reason why I have to mention it, because it's oh. very interesting, is the fact that a um, America wanted a, like a lot of uh, Americans wanted a lot of JRPGs, including some of the ones that were Japan only. 
Nintendo Which being. I respect that opinion because I want a lot of uh, JRPGs, including the ones that were originally JP only. Yeah. Um, but Nintendo was like, eh, nah, we're, we're not going to release. Uh, I believe it was Xenoblade Chronicles, The Last Story, and Pandora's Tower. I believe. It's those three. And why not? Uh, supposedly based off of a market review, uh, Nintendo of America, uh, Nintendo of America reported to, uh, Nintendo of Japan that there was no market for, uh, RPGs for the Wii in the West. Lies. Which was a mistake. Fake. However, they were we, so mistaken. <laughs> however, uh, a bunch of Europeans who were super pissed that they got lumped in yeah, with the Americans. They got super pissed because they got lumped in with the Americans. And so, yeah, I would be mad if I was lumped with Americans too. I totally feel. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I'm pissed when I'm lumped with Americans sometimes. I know, me too. I hate Americans. <laughs> yeah. So, um, a bunch of hey, Europeans. You, you're, you're not being discriminatory by saying that because you're including yourself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to just make that perfectly clear. Yeah. So, uh, a, a bunch of uh, Europeans got together and created what was known as Project Rainfall, a basically uh, a form of Kickstarter that they were going to basically get funds, get the games over, and then do a translation, uh, a, essentially translations for the games for a European market. Uh-huh. And if they garnered enough attention, maybe also try and find a way to get it over stateside. Uh-huh. And the reason why I mention this is that most releases for european uh, for european games uh-huh. uh they tend to go through the american lens so they Why? go through america and then they get sent over to europe so this would have been the exact opposite where it went through a european the, uh, the european lens and then get translated into that yeah and as such these are and as such, it actually brought a lot of uh, new breath into the concept of you don't have to use goddamn Americans for localization, you idiots. You Accurate. don't, because Americans sometimes don't know what the hell they're doing. And or what they, they want. Or what they want. And the reason why I actually mention this is the factor that I think because of the whole Project Rainfall, it brought in a concept of, hey, Sockiness. maybe... Sorry, mm. go for it. It, it brought a, a kind of a breath of fresh air and the concept of, hey, you don't have to go everything through the goddamn Hollywood lens. Accurate. Because true. Uh, I have actually played all three games that came from Project Rainfall. And the acting in it is a lot more, I want to say, very convincing for a game as compared to some other American games where it's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. Oh, God. Uh, yes. Ah, 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 ah. The worst laugh in game history. Oh, God. That laugh alone is worth an entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
No. I, 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 just, <laughs> I, I like how there's a mod out there for the Steam version where it replaces every single line of his with that laugh. No. Accurate. And... No. <laughs> I suddenly want to play 10. I've not. No, you don't. I've not said that phrase in probably at least two decades. There's a reason for that. <laughs> There's I know a reason. There is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you can change. You replace that. Oh, with what? Oh no, you replace two that. Never mind. Never <laughs> mind. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, I, I think he finally you realized don't. it. Don't. I'm like, reverse. why? <laughs> I'm like, why do you want it? That? That's reverse of good. Yes. <laughs> That is. Never mind. I take back everything I just said. That Thank is curse of game. <laughs> but uh, as such, like I, I really liked how everything was kind of given a lot more. Like the acting was a little bit more spot on, and not in some cases wooden. Because yeah, I know it's like weird. Like oh, goody, British overtones. I sat there and like, you know. Not everybody has to have an American accent, nor a Scott accent, or a Cockney accent. I want a goddamn Welsh accent in a game. Oh, God, yes. I want... Why is that, why is that relatable? Because I am Welsh. <laughs> I know, but still, why is that relatable, like, to the extreme? I think because we're all Hoovians. We because we all know, because we all know that there are 500 trillion different accents in Britain, and only Cockney. Yeah, and dear America, dear America, Britain has 500,000 different accents. Only one of them is Cockney. And from what I've heard, <laughs> Cockney is the stop. the worst accent to have in Britain. Really. Right. When 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 Americans do terrible British accents, it's usually the Cockney version. Well, that's because that's the one that everyone knows. Exactly. Because the, everyone knows that it the according to America there are exactly three British accents. There is Cockney. Yeah. There is posh British. Uh huh. Very posh. And there is, there is extremely overemphasized Irish Scottish brogue because it's the same <laughs> language, it's the same accent to them. Uh, versus there is no Welsh accent, uh... there is no proper brogue, and I'm sorry, there's there's a million different Liverpool. You want a Liverpool accent? Don't ask an American to do it because they can't. God, <laughs> and and that's why I liked uh, Project Rainfall because of the fact that like. We had so many accents. Mm -hmm. and There's diversity. Mm -hmm. There was diversity. Oh <coughs> Sorry. Which what is the opposite of everything. It's the opposite of everything that Hollywood stands for when it comes to anyone outside of the U.S. Yeah. 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 And like the, five, the same five main actors in every film nowadays. And it, and I hate to say this, but America, we have like four accents. It's mostly just region based. It's well, yeah, region based well, I mean, accents. Yeah, yeah. Are regional accents. But then, I mean, that same argument can be applied to England because most of England's accents are regional accents as well. But still, 
there's a lot more diversity in accents than there is here in the States. Yeah, um, and uh, the the two accents that I'd rather not see in games at all are the Bostonian accent and the oh, New Yorker. I feel attacked now. I feel very oh, attacked now. Oh, boy, here we go. Uh, I'm sorry, that may be where you're from, sweetie, but you do not have a Bostonian accent. At least not a heavy one. Yeah, it's not heavy, but it, it definitely has that hint of New England there. Now, when you push it out like that, yeah, it does. When, when, when you, you force it, it's bad. And that's what Hollywood tends to do, is the heavy uh, heavy yep. accent. You used to, used to want to talk about accents? We talk about accents. How about this accent? This is a Hollywood accent, but you know what? Ain't nobody talk like this in real life. Nope. No. Um, and then there's the southerner accent, which... Mm. Uh, Y'all want to talk about now southern accent now. Uh, well, you have to understand that it's a little bit slower and a little bit more drawl. Well, and y'all you know, gotta contract you your ways. If you're trying to be proper, it's a little bit slower. The more, a little uh, bit more slower. Delicate. But if you're trying to be, if you're trying to be not so much proper as you're trying to be, well, maybe a little bit sassy. Of, a little bit <laughs> sassy. That then it gets a little bit faster. It gets a little bit more muddled, as you might a say. More slurrier, I guess. <laughs> Almost yeah, becoming a Cajun accent, really. Granted, I mean, I can't say much because I have what is colloquially known as the California accent. I just, I've trained myself out of it. Um, uh, not the Valley Girl accent or the Surfer accent. I guess right. there are more than four California, or more than, more than four U.S. accents. More than but four. But there are, they're, they're generally classified as such, though. Yeah. yeah. But what, is, what, is collo- what is colloquially considered the California accent is... When you're able to talk really, really fast, and every single word comes out, just kind of a little bit of a mumble, but a little, you know, it just all works out. Everyone understands. It's like, yeah, totally for sure. Yeah, I'm totally exactly. far out, y'all. And I have the neutral tone. Which everyone thinks they have the neutral tone until they realize what they have. Yeah, I think somebody mentioned that I have maybe a bit of a southern drawl. Yeah, there were. Right there. there. It was right there. It was right there. Getting a little bit of hillbilly in there. It was probably from your time on the boat. Probably. (laughs) Good God, no. No, I don't know. (laughs) No, no, don't say it. No. No one was alive then. (laughs) Not no one was alive. I just don't want. (laughs) I don't want people to know. No, 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 surely not. No one was alive. But, yeah, because that's, that's the other thing about localization is how do you take, let's say, a Okinawan accent and it's translate to that English? And it usually turns into either a surfer or southerner. Uh, voice. Whereas in England, I think somebody had an Okinawan accent in uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, and they changed it to a Welsh accent. Um, what? That or they? It they changed it to a really really obscure accent for an Okinawan uh, dialect. 
something where it's like really hard to understand except to some people it might have been a heavy brogue actually But uh, other factors is, uh, I think we should probably move on to censorship in full now, is uh, censorship in games is a pretty big topic because we've had lawsuits upon lawsuits Upon lawsuits. Yeah. Of how to handle content in games. You want some lawsuits with your attorney fees? Yo, bro, I heard you like lawsuits. Uh, we put lawsuits in your lawsuits so that you can have lawsuits when you have lawsuits. Oh yeah. Would you like to have a? Would you like to have some lawsuits with that? <laughs> if you can for fifty cents more, you can have more lawsuit. <laughs> I, I think I'll replace my baked beans with lawsuits. <laughs> I mean, that's 90% of video games at this point, it seems. Yeah. Well, right now we got eggs and bacon, egg, sausage, and bacon, eggs and lawsuits, egg, sausage, and lawsuits, lawsuits, egg, sausage, and lawsuits. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go through the whole skit because then that would just be ridiculous. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be entirely too silly. And no, 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 not at all. <laughs> Stop that. Stop that right there. It was getting entirely too silly. But. Uh, as such, uh, censorship in gaming has it is an ongoing topic. It is an issue. It is an issue because there's personal stances, there's official stances, there's company stances, there is unofficial um, industry standards as well. Um, and it it. it it's kind of a carryover from you're not really a medium until you start having to police yourself for whatever reasons. And even to this day, video games are still considered childish pastimes, even though movies have gotten past that point. Games have, and comics have gotten past that point. So I hate to say it, but games have gotten past that point. Especially when you have people making millions of dollars playing freaking League or uh, Hearth, Hearthstone or whatnot. They're, they're literally making money playing video games. It is not no longer just a childish pastime. It is actually, for some people, a career. <laughs> for some people, it's sports. Uh, there's also games that are artistic in expression. Considering that probably one of the biggest games that I see a bunch of my GDC friends kind of recommend to me is the Art Studio which is a completely free-to-play game, but you basically act as a curator of an art studio, oh, a virtual cool. art studio. It's on Steam. It's free-to-play. Um, you can play it in VR or just mouse and keyboard. And it's really interesting because like, some people are setting up actual official uh, like. St uh, like studios to like do their own themes or takes on official artwork mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. the studio uses world renowned pieces of artwork not oh hey this is Jim from uh, Sasaskawan who just no we're talking I'm guessing we're talking like the Mona Lisa like stuff that you'd find in the Louvre 
we, we were talking about stuff like Rembrandt, Van Gogh, mm-hmm. um, various forms of Baroque pieces. The big, big day. stuff. If stuff it, that if it wasn't... Broke, a, don't use it. <laughs> oh, God. Stuff that if it wasn't a museum, people would be going and paying, you know, big tickets to go and wa- look at it in a museum. Yeah, as well as uh, stuff that would be behind, like, several pounds of glass. And the most advanced security known to man. Yes. Stuff that, stuff that um, would feature in the Da Vinci Code. Essentially, yes. And so, in my sense, you, you, uh, like games have progressed to a point where they're not just for kids anymore. They're yeah. in, uh, they are technically a much more wider scale art form. And they a sport, and a sport, I, I kind of have to put in the addendum of it's probably one of the weird forms of entertainment that is, since it's interactive, can be a sport. Or it can also be a, an art form. Mm-hmm. And the problem well, is... And in fairness to, in fairness to re, uh, rebut the weird position, mm-hmm. I mean, technically, virtu- anything that is a sport can also be a spectator sport. Yeah. Whether or not it's entertaining to watch in that regard, it can be. So... Uh, as uh, but the one thing is that a lot of governments and senators and representatives and such still see it as this is little Timmy's playtime device. Yes, because the people that they represent, aka uh, the Karens, uh, an older generation, um, do not understand nor do they uh, play often. Nor do so, they want to understand, let's be honest. Exactly, and they don't want to because it's newfangled stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and, that's why they do it. It's because, you know, their constituents think that. And so when video games started getting a little bit of uh, legal battles, uh, I'm try- uh, and this started with, funny enough, uh, Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and our Thompson. good old, thankfully disbarred friend Jack Thompson. Uh, Jack Thompson. Yeah. Thank God for that little tidbit because God damn it. Uh, is the factor that he started basically promoting that games should not be violent at all. And admittedly, I agree with games. Uh, uh, should not be violent when they can be. Um, um, but that's a personal opinion. That is not a widespread opinion. I mean, like, I like a little, a good bit of the ultraviolence from time to time. A little bit of the old wet work. <laughs> a little bit of the ultraviolence. But uh, I'm also a big fan of, like, creative games like Minecraft. And the such. Uh, but because of... I can't, tell you how many, I can't tell you how many times I've just started Minecraft in creative mode. Yeah. Um, but a- as such, uh, with that very first incident, uh, Jack Thompson gave us the ESRB, because we didn't have one. 
Mm-hmm. And we, uh, the SRB is so whack anyway. Yep. Um, but that started getting other countries into doing stuff like Peggy or Saro, which is Jap- uh, Japan's. Um, and the such. And because of the whole rating system, the rating system also goes into censorship. Yep. And censorship. Boo. <laughs> Boo so, uh, censorship. Yeah. And censorship can... Uh, well, let's use ESRB since we're mostly familiar with that. Is it goes from early childhood to adults only. And if you get an adults only, uh, good luck on that one, bro. Yep. I've only seen one game that had an AO rating, and that was when I was early 2000s and working at Fry's Electronics. And it was in the PC. They they actually have a section for all that stuff. They don't anymore, but... Not anymore. But But they used to. They used to, and it was one game that had it, and I took a look at it and go, like, what the hell is this? But uh, the most common uh, ratings that you will see for most games in the United States are E, E10, Teen, Mature. And so, and just so that way everybody who may not, if you guys are, if you guys listening are international, uh, the way they work is E is everyone, literally anyone, um, E10 and up. Uh, the difference between E and E10 and up is very minor. Yeah. Um, uh, the actual description from the ESRB website, everyone is content that is generally suitable for all ages, may contain minimal cartoon, fantasy, or mild violence, and or infrequent use of mild language. And then the difference to E10 and up is gener- is literally just uh, like a verbiage change at the end where the mild language and or minimal suggestive themes, and the content is generally suitable for ages 10 and up. Uh, teen is mild suggestive themes. I, I believe it's uh, mild. It's, it's violence, suggestive themes, crude humor, minimal blood, stimulated gambling, and or infrequent use of strong language, generally suitable for 13 and up. Uh, and that was teen. And then mature is... Uh, generally suitable for those 17 and up. May contain intense violence, blood and gore, sexual content, and or strong language. But keep in mind when this says sexual content, it's not talking... It's like, not talking like... It's talking game, about... Y game. It's mm, talking coffee. It's talking like... <laughs> you, get, you get some fade to black and hot coffee. Yeah. Or, oh, hey, look. I'm walking around without a shirt on. And there's a mysterious plant covering my chest kind yeah. of thing yeah hey why you gotta bring fi- uh, uh, World of Warcraft into this uh, <laughs> an AO really game rated armor. game uh, the explicit content a, yeah an AO rated game 
Uh, generally suitable only for adults ages 18 and up may include prolonged scenes of intense violence, graphic sexual content, and or gambling with real currency. Keeping in mind that in the United States, online gambling is technically illegal uh, at the federal level uh, because it is only, it is not recognized as a legal activity in, at the federal level. Uh, yeah, which, um, which is another way of saying that it's not regulated. They're, the government yeah. taxes off it, but that's an argument for another day. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Um, um, go ahead. Uh, I think I mentioned EC, which is early childhood, which uh, that one I think is, is just, it's just edutainment games, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not even so much, so important. It's like literally not important enough for the ESRB to actually put on their ratings guide webpage. I think they may have actually removed it because it was it was there was no point to it. Yeah. Well, literally, if it's rated EC, then it's then it might as well be rated E. Yeah, and I think that's that why point, they the only people they're advising on that one is, is... parents. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, this game might be more suitable for my really young five child to play versus my young child. Yeah, my five-year-old will enjoy this game. So my uh, three-year-old will get pissed at me for buying. And nine times out of ten, the EC games are sitting there, and you have, and they're already like a known name in the children's television market, like Thomas or something like that. Yeah, Thomas the Tank Engine, or something that outright says that it's going to be for young children, like Rita Rabbit or uh, Putt Putt. Putt Putt. Um. Uh, yeah. But. Now that we've explained at least the American one, there are similar ones in Japan, which is Saro and Peggy for the European Union. Peggy is actually kind of easier. It's literally the number is the age. Yeah. So it's like Peggy 13, Peggy 17. And I think uh, Peggy 18 plus is essentially the AO equivalent. It, it, It is the AO equivalent. Um. And as, uh, but as such, uh, so, uh, like in, uh, so most AAA games are kind of basically, y- you don't release a AAA title without going to the ESRP. Yeah. It's, it's essentially professional suicide to try and do it. Yeah. So I'm going to mention, uh, the most recent GTA five. Yeah. Five. GTA Five, the one with uh, the Yep. Uh, when it went that to, it's still thriving. It's still thriving, but it went uh, when it first got submitted to the SRB. Everyone's like, "Ah, sweet, it's gonna be labeled mature." No, it got labeled AO. Really? That I yeah. didn't know. It's for uh, so it went bad and. Everyone was sitting there going, like, are they going to actually release an AO game? And Rockstar was like, ah, shit, no, we can't. Because, and this is something that ha- uh, that uh, most game stores actually do try and enforce is, or at least they don't do, is if it's got an AO rating, they can't keep it on the shelf. Yeah. They have um, to be. It has to be a behind counter type thing. A behind counter, or the store will not carry it at all. In yeah, 
uh, let's say if Walmart. Like, say GameStop or Walmart. Yeah. You're not going to find it there at all, especially Walmart, because Walmart is family friendly, and therefore they have no business in such uh, with such uh, materials. Mm. And I see Mortal Kombat 11 on the shelf. <laughs> wow. But, so, well, the big they, thing... Oh, go ahead. I mean, Mortal Kombat, technically, it's just a lot of gore. Mm -hmm. Comical, at times. Comical at times, and very exaggerated. And it's, there's really not any prolonged, intense violence. You really only get that with the fatalities, where it's literally, you know, fucking breaking their skull or whatnot. Well, yeah, and nowadays the, you get the the X-rays. Yeah, the yeah. X-rays, but, but it's still not the way Ao like paints the uh, violence. Is like it is literally like five minutes straight of that kind of sh stuff. Whereas the fatalities is like what thirty seconds at most, and you have to. It is a used cheated inter uh, action anyway. Yeah. Well, user-generated action, you're still going to, you still have to regulate based on user-generated action. The yeah, only exception yeah. to that is if it's an online uh, interaction, at which point you get the lovely uh, notes of online interactions are not rated by the ESRB. Yeah. Which... They can't control what, you know, Joe Blow 64 does in his <laughs> gameplay. God damn. But, uh... Essentially, Rockstar uh, said that they wanted to reach the most amount of people possible and did some quotations retooling and sent it back, and it got a mature rating this time. There was actually an incident with San Andreas. Uh, Hot yes. coffee! That one. Yes. That, that like is the one that actually makes note in all of the freaking, like, examples of AO games, um, is it was originally rated M, and then it got re-rated after people found that. And then oh. they... What's funny, and I this might be me showing my age, but whenever someone says an AO game, the first place my brain goes, and this is, I, I will admit, this is not a game I've ever played, but I've heard enough about it, is Leisure Suit Larry. Ah, uh, yes. God, yes. Um, yep. and, and, yep. and as such, like, that, that's why it's like, I have to mention that as a perfect example of censorship is that Rockstar will not admit what caused the AO rating because generally, uh, whenever you send the game out, they will give the rating and then they will give a list of things that people had saw or had taken note of. Uh, that leads to those ratings. I know that uh, Australia doesn't do that. They will just give you a rating and tell you either censor it. Change what you think it is. <laughs> and re it or just GTFO. Essentially, yes. In fact, um, uh, Leisure Suit Larry and GTA San Andreas were released the same day. Really? Oh, God. Yeah. October 26, 2004. Oh, there was, oh, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> That's been proven now. Oh, here we go. Now we're on to conspiracy theories. But, okay. Uh, so kind of bringing it back to uh, censorship is that most of the time, whenever a game comes from Japan, there's going to be some censorship. 
and this can be like, oh, changing a character to where she's in the buff to wearing a skin-tight leotard. Or removing certain curves? Hip curves? Really? Uh, the game I'm thinking of in this case is uh, FE Tokyo Mirage Session where one character it they did some really weird censorship uh, to the American copy when it was released on the Wii U and then the Switch copy everybody got the American copy and it pissed off some of the Japanese fans. Aww. Because one character had a very deep cleavage point in the Japanese version, but on the American one, they gave her this weird sensor cloud of no cleavage. And is that a thing? Which a sensor, a sensor cloud of no cleavage? <laughs> it, it, it's horrible too because it's this weird dark cloud covering the chest, and when you fight the thing, it doesn't have it, and it and you can see the really deep cleavage. I'm like. That, that's like having you know that's like having a gas cloud of no of no pants bulge that's terrible <laughs> and, and I had to reach for that one I am so sorry <laughs> it's fine it gets the point across yeah um, that was a bit of a reach but okay and, and uh, like in that one like one of the characters wears like She's wearing basically this weird vest that gives her a super deep cleavage, and it shows off her... I don't know what to call them, because there's an actual medical term for them. Um, and, they, uh, and they're around the hip area that basically show, like, oh, hey, this person has, like, lines to show that she is a she. And we're not talking camel toe, because it's, like, up near the waist. <laughs> I don't know the term for it. This is an extremely interesting conversation for all, for maybe half of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think I think we should. Uh, the yeah. point. Yeah. The point. It, it, <laughs> they basically gave her a much longer skirt. They removed those lines and they changed the vest to be much more of a kind of this weird tank top thing that covered much more of her chest and removed cleavage. Um, another one, and this is one that I was personally pissed off about, not because of the fact that like I created a female character in the game, but just it pissed me off because the game had character creation. And uh, you could create your own like male or female character and they removed a slider from the male slash female and the male was the bulge slider and the female had the chest slider everyone was more focused on the female side than the male side i wonder why everyone everyone, everyone. huh as far as i know uh, uh i'm not gonna say too much but everyone huh <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm going to put it as like most of articles that I saw it was all about the female chest slider and I was like can you why aren't you mentioning the, the, the other part because sexism uh, 
and this was uh, this was Xenoblade Chronicles X. Um, so yeah, censorship is a thing. Um, and really, like when you get into stuff like fan uh, fan translations or things like that, they they either try and keep things as close to as possible. Uh, if they're of that type, or they're willing to try and at least do uh, equivalent versions if they are more of the, let's try and get this as close to target audience as possible. But censorship has been in games for a long time, uh, including back in the Super Nintendo era, because kind of bringing this full circle, Final Fantasy VI had censorship in it. Well, the Final Fantasies have a history of a type of censorship in them. Yeah. Um, it can be minimum, or it can be, uh, why did you even bother? Uh, like, oh, oh god. Uh, but in Final Fantasy VI, they edited, uh, what was it? Siren Sprite. Mm hmm And... Uh, Starlet, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the painting one? Starlet. Starlight? I thought it was something else. Starlight was the Esper you get from it. Um, uh, Chabardinook or something like that. Uh, Shardabrook. Yeah, that's it. That's what I was thinking yeah. of, Shardabrook. Because, once again, we're bringing up Sharn uh, Cleavage because it had clouds in front of it. <laughs> it had what? It had five uh, In the original Japanese one, it had deep cleavage, again. And the Americans just copy-pasted a couple of cloud sprites over the cleavage. <laughs> so, yeah, it... And as such, like, censorship. So whenever we make jokes about censorship or stuff like that, or like, oh no, it's a woozlyism uh, in our streams and such, you can start to see kind of a bigger picture about what we're making fun of or referencing. Um, and while there are games out there that may, ne uh, may receive little to no censorship because of content... Like Minecraft. Minecraft isn't really censored, though. As stated, no. little to no censorship. Yeah. Well, it's also yeah. it's an indie game, and 90% of the modern content for it is uh, is all expand, or is all um, resource packs and mm -hmm. uh, mod packs. Yeah. Um, that yeah. topic for another time. But is it really an indie game anymore since Microsoft owns it? Not anymore, hey. no. <laughs> that, that may be its own topic as well. I know, I know. But yeah, um, uh, it, it's kind of a yes and no because it started that it started from the bottom and now it's here. Yeah, um, I would say the Java version is, but the Windows official Windows version is not. I like that answer. I, I'm okay with that answer, especially since I played the Java version. Yeah, yeah the Java version is still the one that most people play, anyways. Yeah, because nobody wants to play pay for mods when you can download them for free. <laughs> Especially if they already play the Java version. No one wants to pay for the Windows version and then pay for mods when they already yeah. own the Java or version. Or skins. 
Yeah, or skins. God, skins. Or, 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 or. So on and so forth. I like or. I do too. But uh, to some games that are stupid censored. And I'm trying to think of a good example, and I can't think of any. Oh, well. Stupid censored? Like, they are literally just so censored to hell and back that you really can't consider them the game, uh, the same game anymore. And the only thing that I'm coming up with is stuff like uh, Left for Dead, the Australian version. <laughs> oh, you killed zombie. It just disappears from the world. <laughs> No corpse, just complete and utter non-existence. Um, and as well as other facets like the fact that uh, Steam, Steam is doing something that a lot of people are pissed off about, which is the hands-off approach. I mean, to be fair, that's honestly how I feel like Steam should be handling it, unless something comes up as a problem. Uh, some people... Because, think about it, their library is so huge yeah. now, because they've opened it up. Originally, it was... So, originally, Steam was just, like, known developers and stuff like that, and then they did the green light program to, like let indie developers onto the platform to kind of trial out what I was, what I thought was like ways to like notify on questionable content. Um, and like putting things behind the walls and stuff like that and actually getting all that like squared away. Uh, the green light program was actually more of trying to get indie developers uh, from uh, basically a way for people to vote on like what games to bring indie-wise to Steam. Yeah, it was a way to bring indie developers onto the platform in a controlled fashion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, um. Uh, as such, it didn't quite work because the Greenlight program, people tried to abuse it to all hell and back. Uh, and then Steam was like, alright, we'll just let everything in. And it, it's uh, that is still kind of broken in and of itself. But uh, then when they started letting everything in, uh, we started getting various forms of actual hentai games on Steam. That has become a thing, mostly of the visual novel type. Mostly of the visual novel, I will agree. Um, Which, but... I mean, there, and there, in that there have been not only uh, VN and H game, but also Y game, which is something that is interesting to me if only because it's not the sort of thing you can find very readily not no. readily and no i i've noticed that too which is actually really freaking awesome and i'm all for the uh, the one thing that i'm not liking is the people that says no steam has to start censoring things censoring things censoring things censoring I, I, I mean we could censor it but <laughs> I'm not sure that First will work very well. First, we have to define well. the word censor. 
I said censor. I'm not sure no, if the I, censoring. I said censor. I'm, I'm going after. I'm going after Kagi. 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 Censoring Kagi. That is today's episode's name. Kagi. We're censoring Kagi. Censoring Kagi. Censoring Kagi on Sturm. <laughs> but no. It, oh my god. But as... my opinion, my opinion on the matter is <laughs> the people who are saying that it's a problem don't realize that there's a age barrier. So there's first that you have to say that you're old enough to view anything that's marked behind the age barrier. Granted, you can lie about that stuff. And there's also ways that you can just hide the games from your list from ever showing up. Yeah. Yep. Um... There's literal options for that. You filter out the tags from searches. And let's be honest, I know because you already pointed out the first argument that people are going to make. Well, kids lie about their age all the time to watch porn online. Well, okay, cool. That's what your kids are doing, first off. If your kid kid is going to be watching porn online, he's going to be watching porn online. If your kid is going to be looking for hentai games or white games online, he's going to be looking for them online. Or she... Uh, mm-hmm. And that is 100% between you as the adult monitoring what your kids are doing online and B, B them for being the ones who are doing it. And that has nothing to do with C, the developers who put it online for consenting age adults. Yeah. Um, uh, and the reason why I like Steam being the hands off about this is that they were like, okay, if you people want sensor, we're going to give you the tools to do this. You do it yourself. Because, no, we don't have the manpower, nor the need, the want the to do power. Power, God. I think I think this episode is running so over that uh, we're <laughs> all starting to lose our ability to English. We're losing chunks in the in the translation. Oh <laughs> uh, no! <laughs> but the localization is failing. We're starting to woolsey. We're we're, we're oh, hitting. Oh no! Our, oh no! We're being influenced oh. by the mighty God of by the Wolsey. Oh no, we're we're not reticulating splines properly. <laughs> Oof. So, but, but but yes, Steam is honestly, in my opinion, doing the right approach of being y'all. We'll give you the tools to do it, but you have to do it. Um, that that's honestly the best approach in this matter. There, there's just so much content that they would have to manually moderate. That is being submitted on a daily basis. It is in the same boat as Facebook. And, yeah. I, and I'm going to put this right out there. I'm not going to lie. There are so many porn accounts on Facebook. Not shocking. There, 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 there's, there's, Facebook would have a hard time shutting them all down before just letting people have a report button to make them aware. Well, I mean, seriously, that's, I mean, look, that's what the internet's for, if we're going to go with the meme. It, honestly, <laughs> rule 34. Have, yes. Exactly. Grab your and, double click. <laughs> so yes. looking at, look at, look at another, what was once a very popular website, Tumblr. Tumblr. Oh, God. By Yahoo. oh that sounds Tumblr, that sounds so familiar. What is before Tumblr? Yahoo bought it out and decided to go Puritan, Tumblr was about ninety-eight point three percent porn by weight. 
<laughs> I didn't know Tumblr weighed anything. All right. Oh, trust. Oh, it trust. Trust. It had weight. Uh, but no. And then, and then, and then, instead of going with a okay age getting, which was already there, or going with this or that, which were already there or ineffective, they said, okay, we're going to we're going to turn all of Tumblr into our Christian Minecraft server and cut all the porn out every type all over the place every bit of it well here's the thing here's the thing they didn't actually cut the porn out they just made it so that way if your porn if your blog was detected to be a porn blog literally no one but yourself could see it ah that's literally what they did they turned off viewing you could not navigate i turned off my tumblr account which was a fandom account not a not a not a porn account i was one of the few that wasn't porn but anyways, one of the one point one point seven percent that was not porn. <laughs> exactly. But I turned off my Tumblr account because I'm like, no, that's 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 stupid. Why would you do that? But the the way they handled it was honestly subjectively worse than just purging the porn. Just outright the destroying porn. them. <laughs> the porn was still there. It was just behind a username and password. That was yours, or whoever was whoever the blog owner was was the only one that could actually see the content on the blog anymore. And if it was if it was reposted content, you could not see that either. Oof. Yeah, the way they handled it was really Christian Minecraft server. Yeah, that that. We're talking pure flicks material, everybody. Pure flicks. That is I don't know what pure flicks is. I don't know what that, pure flicks is, and I don't think I care. That's the Christian <laughs> version of Netflix. Okay, yeah, I definitely don't care. Good. Yeah, see, there you go. Nothing against organized religion. Uh, Nothing against non-extremist organized religion. Practice, uh, what, you, practice what you want, but don't force it other pe- down other people's. Don't force your ideology on other people. Okay, there we go. There we go. I can work with that. (laughs) Not against religion, just don't force it on others. Yeah. You got your own ideals? Go ahead and you do you do you. Yeah, you do you boo boo. But all right. So that's 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 segue. (laughs) Yeah. Segue? Where was the segue? Oh, I installed it earlier. You missed it. Yeah, <laughs> no. I totally missed it. So, uh, it's one thing... I must have been doing Windows updates. <laughs> ah! But, yeah. Uh, uh, so, I know that there's still people that are butthurt about the whole, but Steam's not censoring it for my child. Well, you're a goddamn parent. Yeah, those those are the same same people that flip out when their 13, 14-year-old goes on to uh, some porn website and says, yes, I'm 18. And and they're also the same type of parent that's like, oh, I I can let my kid do whatever because they're an angel, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, no, I've got got some stories on that one for, well, you know what, no, this is the episode. I'll, I'll tell one of my stories now. All right, here we go. Once upon a time, I used to work for a certain cable company uh, that uh, that may be uh, more known nowadays for their fiber-based web service than anything else. Ah, yes. Not naming any names. 
and when I was working for them, I had a customer who told me that her 13 and 14 year old sons were perfect angels and would certainly never look at uh, some dirty. I mean, this is like the most stereotypically 90s, like night nurses type title. Oh, and that God. it's obvious. Like you hear the title and you're like, wow, could you be any more obvious with this being triple X content? My 13 and 14 year old boys are absolute angels and would never look at that. Ma'am, your 13 and 14 year old boys are, in fact, uh, boys. Boys. They're, in fact, <laughs> in their teenage years. Uh, I don't want to get too much into graphic detail with you, but I got a pretty good feeling they've probably discovered a few things you'd rather they not know. And don't try and blame it on the husband because the husband would probably look at it and go, like, uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> Well, yeah, and the husband would be like, "Ah, oh, boys are boys," and uh, and pay for it. Although I did have one of those too, where the where no, actually no, that was a different story. That was a wife saying that her husband was a pastor and would never. <laughs> oh. oh. Okay. Well, oh. I'm sorry, ma'am, but we didn't pay. We didn't put it on your account to mess with you. So either you're watching it, he's watching it, or someone else in the house is watching it. But somebody watched it, and oh, by the way, it was at 2 a.m. on this date. Or somebody's broken into your house. Or stolen your account, or blah, 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 well, blah, blah. 90s uh, DVR. It was yeah, I mean, it wasn't, in the 90s. Yeah, it wasn't in the 90s, but it was at an era when we could actually ah. say, and by the way, it was from this box. Okay, so it was not nowadays where it's like, oh, the account is stolen. It was like, literally, this is the piece of hardware that watched it on. Yeah. Okay. Like it was watched from it was watched from living room TV. It was watched from a uh, master bedroom TV. It was watched from whatever you labeled it TV. Yeah. And it's those uh, and kind of bringing it back to censorship. It's those types of people that bring everything down. And yep. it's also those types of people that caused the whole change with YouTube recently. Oh, yeah. Oh, With the Kappa oh, Law. Kappa, Kappa. Uh, not necessarily need to get into that, same. but it's the same class of people that mm. caught it. I mean, that is to that is topical. We can definitely go into that. Because Kappa does actually affect video games. Funny it enough. Does. It does. And it here's the thing with that. So Kappa does not actually affect video games unless there's online connectivity. And Which collecting user data. Are. Which a lot it of games does, nowadays. It affects signing up for Steam. Yep. Yep. Which is a gateway to a lot of video games. It um, does affect it, video games in that respect. It I also affects people who. Uh, it also affects uh, uh, streamers, though. It uh, affects streamers. And if you uh, stream a game that attracts young eyes, your channel is now not doing so as hot as it used to. Because your channel actually can potentially lose monetization status if you're streaming on YouTube. Well, yeah. it's it's a yes and no. So the trick is is that from from everything I've seen on it, the way it works is if you are streaming content for children, you have to announce I am streaming content for children in your settings and get yourself reduced to maybe a small fraction of the monetization you used to have. Yeah. Your monetization is restricted to non-personalized advertisements. Yep. And if you do not make that announcement in advance, 
then it, and you do and it turns out that they believe you're streaming content for children which could be you know you stream i mean yes there there are obvious entries that it's like okay well i see why they believe that like roblox for example mm-hmm. but any video game they can turn around and say well my kids watch this and therefore it's content for kids you have to be really across the line to get away oh. with uh, uh, not running into that. GTA and... Five would be safe to stream as a not for kids because oh yeah, hell no, like like, like hell, somebody's gonna want a game where there's yelling profanities to be marked made for kids. Exactly, oh. and that's where cop that this is just some some lawsuits that popped up. They actually never went anywhere, as far as I know. That people kept trying to get Roblox, Fortnite, Minecraft uh, under the COPPA Act so that they could. This is just my hot take of it. That the people putting forth the lawsuits were trying to get access to control those companies. Because. Which, uh, which on two of those three, I could. One of those three, I can definitely see. The second one I can kind of see because the content tends to be friendly enough. But I'm sorry, Fortnite, really, guys? I get that your 12-year-old likes Fortnite, but guess what? Fortnite wasn't necessarily designed for your 12-year-old. For- Here's another thing. Guess what? Coppa would apply to the 12-year-olds playing Fortnite because it's user data. Yeah. Yep. And admittedly... Somebody the- had- the okay button on that agreement yep and it was probably the 12 year old who hit it yeah and that's the thing is that the whole ass uh, admittedly the lawsuits that i saw i looked at it and it's like the 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 wording was so blanket statement that it's like these are obviously cash grabs the yep, issue with kappa that made all of this become a problem was COPPA defined specifically the verbiage a persistent identifier? Yeah. That is caused the problem. And since uh, Minecraft, Roblox, and Fortnite do technically have a, an, account, an account, an account yeah, right. and I know at least one or two people that they their kids have an account that they created for the kid, Oh yeah, I used perfectly to... that is allowed under COPPA. Which is fine. Yeah. But then there's those smart kids that are like, I don't need my parents' permission, and then they create their own account. Mm-hmm. And just And that's mad. where we get an oopsie. Yeah. But But then whose fault is that? That's I don't think that should be the company game company's fault. Well, that's the, that's the whole issue with all of this stuff is that they're placing a, that these parents that should be taking responsibility for their kids action. The whole point of COPPA is to offload parent responsibility, in my opinion. Yeah, accurate. accurate. That is that is that is my biggest problem with COPPA. And I'm sorry, this is my opinion and it may not reflect the opinion or Hot views take. of the COPPA is literally a is literally a cop out for parents. It is a way for parents to neglect their responsibility of their kids' internet and online behavior, and how they use the technology that's around them. Parents need to be more aware of what their kids are doing. If they have a problem with what their kids are doing, 
be accurate. They need to be adequately disciplining. Yes. For the for the trespass of trust between parent and child. Right. Yeah. And I'm sorry. You're you're giving you're giving somebody un you're giving your five to twelve year old unfettered access to the entire internet. I'm sorry. They are going to find things that if you don't watch what they're doing. Yep. And curious minds wander. And this is I know I know if twelve year old me had access to the full internet the way it is now. 12-year-old me would definitely get into some trouble that would get some other people into trouble. Okay, yeah. yes. Um, things that I would probably mention, and, and this is more on the legal aspect, COPPA was written back in the 90s. Yeah, it's not out. It's not up to date. And they have not updated anything about it. I thought the persistent identifier bit was actually a modification after the fact. No, that was back no. in the 90s. Oh. So, uh, well, and keep in mind, I mean, keep in mind, Kappa was was in fact, and this is going to be my devil's advocate uh, to a small degree. Kappa mm-hmm. was designed as a means of protecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, it's it's reached the point where it's become a cop out. I, I, <laughs> uh, the 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 intention of Kappa has been stretched. Agreed. Yeah. Um, it and... was not meant to be a stand-in for parent responsibility. No. And I, and parents that that either refuse to discipline or or take responsibility for their children's actions, it's just yeah, it's just that they need to they need to actually participate in the family. That's just what it is. I'm sorry, you can't have a child and not be responsible for the actions that they do. Uh, they've been doing it since the 80s. Come on now. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, sorry, my fellow Latchkey, uh, my fellow Latchkey kids represents. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I had other problems, but that's because I had siblings. And siblings like doing the oh, hey, let's have the youngest sibling who's super naive, and let's have him do things. Yeah, whereas I was the other end of the spectrum, I was the oldest sibling, so I was the one blamed whenever the younger siblings did do something. Yeah, that's lame. And really, in my world, I technically got blamed just as much as my elder siblings. So, Uh, as such, I think we kind of wandered really off topic with the whole cop, Well, well, it's still part of censorship, though. It is still part of censorship because nowadays uh, online games have to factor in COPPA if they're going to try and uh, get into that market because, yeah, they. uh, I think this is why they closed uh, Club Penguin down is the fact that people were trying to get into uh, into Disney's pockets using COPPA. Oh, wow. um, I think Club Penguin was, uh, yeah, it I'm not probably sure. was a Coppa related, but no, Club Penguin survived by something new. Yeah. I think, I think, I think Club Penguin was also literally just like, because it was so old of a platform, they need, it just, it ran on freaking Flash. <laughs> that Flash too. is no longer supported. Yeah. So it made sense that they were trying to decom it when Flash is literally Adobe has said that the only way to resolve 
security flaws, just uninstall our and uninstall our own product. Right. Oof. You and know things are bad when Adobe has to say uninstall our own shit. And it was funny <laughs> because <laughs> like Yeah. That's pretty bad. And nowadays, like, like, how do you play Flash? Uh, HTML5 literally just emulates Flash yeah. natively. Mm, no, it doesn't. It does not? Really? No. I thought HTML5 I read something. is its own. Flash is, Flash is a cross-platform. It's Flash is akin to Java. Okay. It's a plug-in. It does, it does the work. Now, ML. what HTML5 placed was, like, video players. Yeah. With but, native video player support, but... I know like, I read somewhere that HTML5 was uh, going to set up something that allowed them to basically emulate uh, Flash so that even if... Uh, even though Flash is no longer going to be out in the wild, it would still allow people to view, uh, to view all those old sites that still had Flash. Um, I'm not sure how well it worked or if it is even implement implemented. I don't think it is. No. Yeah. Yeah. Considering Chrome is literally putting a banner every time I launch it that says Flash will be disabled, yet I have this one portal that I have to use. Yeah. Um, December 2020. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, censorship is. I don't think it's going to go away. Nope. As long as uh, there are as long as there are people who do not educate themselves, there will always be censorship. Some censorships. Yes. Centorships. 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 Yes. As long as there are people that see it as far more important for someone other than themselves, anyone other than themselves, to raise their children. Right. Um. Admittedly, like, the whole censorship is, uh, like, I, I think there's a lot more than just, I want it to, I want wholesome content for my children. I've literally seen some people argue censorship because I don't like that worldview, so I don't want that worldview. Yeah. And so, censor that, because I want people to think like me. Right, no, that's not the right way. And that's gross. That yeah. That's horrible nightmares. Yeah. I guess one day we should talk about proper censorship. Ah, uh, yeah. Proper censorship? Because there is proper... Because we've been just like foo-foo, boo-foo-foo on censorship. Yeah. But there's real... There's actual real needs for censorship. Oh, yeah. there There's some needs for censorship. I'm not saying that it's eat bad. It's just that... Uh, as of currently, censorship is being used as a tool... For uh, not idealistic concerns, right? Um, it is being it's more. Used means, it's used me as a means of policing what the end user should be able to police or have policed for them right. in a more natural medium. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I know that some people say there shouldn't be any censorship whatsoever. I'm like, oof, oof. That oof, that's oof, an oof, oof. because yeah. even that's though me, bro. Uh, even yeah. though I don't like censorship in ninety percent of the cases, 
there's still that 10% that, like, I feel like this could have been censored. Yeah. Um, and censorship isn't a, oh, it's either completely removed or completely gone. Yeah, it, it, the world doesn't work on black and white. Um, you can definitely do so, uh, certain censorship, like, uh, I'm going to have to mention this, God Rays. <laughs> uh, Does that tickle your God bone? No. Oh, but God. To, kind of getting back to that weird example of, like, uh, Sony and getting very Puritan with the visual novels that they had. Yeah. Uh, somewhere in the Discord, uh, in our personal Discord, there's a couple of images that literally show the Switch copy versus the PlayStation 4 copy. And as one of my buddies put it, Oh God, I am blind. There's too much God race. There is too much God race. Because literally there was one screenshot that they had that was... Let's see if I can find it. Now let's do oldest. Nope. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I pinned... No. I don't know where I pinned it, but... These images are, like, really, uh, they're horrible images because they just straight up show what not to do with, oh, okay, I'm just going to show off the PS4 one for everybody so they can see what it looks like, and it is there. But, yeah, that is what some would consider light censorship, pun intended. Light. Wow, okay. That's literally just... That's light censorship. (laughs) No false advertising here. (laughs) Um, Because, as far as I know, there's no, uh, like, the scenes still happen. You can still guess what's going on in the scene. But you but don't. It is censored by light beams. By as some people put oh, them, God rays. God has God has prevented you from seeing this content. Because <laughs> um, I'm gonna put it as censorship comes in degrees. Uh, because what most people, when they think of censorship, they literally think of the full-on block text blackout. Um like top secret declassified document censorship where it's like, oh, hey, you have an entire page of black with the word the in like the top quarter as being the only word that isn't censored. The. The. And I'm not joking because that is an actual image of a declassified uh... Uh, declassified document that got released to the public and I sat there for a, fri- uh, for a moment going like dear god just just censor the the just censor the duh just censor that one word because it brings up a lot more questions as to what that is mm. um 
And if people are wondering, like, well, if you can have access to the original documents, why can't you just hold it up to light? Uh, I've actually... I, I know how they censor these documents, and these are literally... They take the equivalent of whiteout, but black. Industrial strength. I, industrial strength whiteout, but it's colored black. And you don't do one side, you do both sides of the paper. So that you can't just hold the paper up to the light and see the shadow of the words beneath. Mm -hmm. All you see is just black boxes. Um, and that's what people think censorship is. Is basically you just take the equivalent of a paint roller and just cover everything up instead uh, with you uh, by just remove it from existence and not go like you can keep things in you can do fun weird stuff i mean i'm gonna use a game that i kind of use as a counter example as to why i absolutely hate the whole con uh, concept of censorship in broad strokes is if we, it's like, if we are removing, like, this one little innocent innuendo from a game, why the hell did we have a sex scene in God of War? I, do, I think the silence indicates no one has an answer for that. For that. Yeah. No one has an answer, man. You're on your own. Yeah. <laughs> and it's why it kind of pisses me off. Is the fact that it's like, you know what's going, and like everybody who's old enough knows what's going on in that scene. Do we? It's Maybe. heavily implied, but at the same time, it's like this one little tiny joke about having a big bulge in one game, and it's like, nope, we can't have that. None of that. It's just doesn't. None of it. None of it. No. Oh. We can't we can't talk about cod pieces. We can't talk about cods. None. Oh. Okay. But. I understand. Sad panda now. <laughs> no, no bulgies either. I I find that to be very uh. Unfortunate. Yeah. Um, and I'm not, it's like, I'm okay with censorship, but the problem is that it's in the right place for the right purpose, right place for right purpose. Um, it doesn't have to be heavy handed like how it's always been. I'm not saying that certain aspects like the whole God race thing that I showed everybody is good either because like as one picture shows one is just you see like three people's faces and a shoulder and everything else is just pure god race but nah I, th I think we've petered out on the whole censorship and localization topic ah uh, okay because uh, we're almost oh god we're almost two hours 
Well, there'll probably be some editing and whatnot. No, uh, there won't. No. <laughs> this will be just the super long episode. A super this long episode, episode ever. where it gets really, really good about 45 minutes in. Yes. <laughs> it's up and down. It's up and if down. You jumped ahead to this point. Don't listen to him. Up and down. <laughs> so, um... If they jumped ahead of this point, they missed all the good stuff. Yeah. They did, yeah. I don't they should go back to zero that. and start over. Yeah, don't censor this episode by jumping to this point. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, man, that's terrible. Are we getting meta here? Kind of. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. The other way to get? Anyway. Um, but yeah, this uh, like the st- our stances on censorship and localization are just personal opinion. But... Overall, I think all of us kind of agree. Censorship is, if done Double. correctly, we're okay with it. Yeah, when it's uh, w- but more commonly, the way it's currently done is the devil. It is basically. I'm going to try and force a political message, or I don't want to police my children. I want people other than me to do it. Yeah. Um, no, you can't. You cannot has. Yeah. And for localization, I think we're all kind of up in the air about it. It's like, we've encountered our good ones and we've encountered our bad ones. Oh, yeah. Wolfsley! Wolfsley! <laughs> Shake your fist in the air. God. Uh... We both praise and hate him. But he is Woosley. He is beyond our comprehension. <laughs> He is he is not one to pay attention to such You know what he is? <laughs> you know what he is? He's a son of a submariner. He is indeed. <laughs> He's the original son of a submariner. Yes, he the is. The original. The uh, one and only. Well, uh, to bring this down Ooh. and just kind of close it out, uh, there will uh, keep an eye on... Like we do have our uh, our streams, uh, both. We do. It's true. They happen. Yep. We have a Friday stream, which tends to be like uh, classical or older uh, games. Retro mode. Retro. Whereas Saturday seems uh, is just usually me and Eddie, and we're usually playing the biggest or like a big the game big. of the time. Yeah. Um. As such, uh, there's also FRG, the podcast between me uh, me and Eddie, but depending on certain things that happen, uh, occasionally the Tucson crew pops in, which that's Michael and Will here. Uh-huh. Yeah. is not part of either of them, but he does pop into the streams quite a bit when he can. It's yeah, busy. when I can. When I'm he can. Pretty busy. School and all that. <laughs> um, if he can, if he can. So I, I'm Mars kind of that weird, weird guy that seems to be part of every project possible. <laughs> um, but a- as such, uh, uh, it for the streams, I'd recommend going to our Twitch, which is Twitch.tv/frontrowgeeks. Uh, for updates for the podcast that's on SoundCloud, which is just search for FRG or FRP, and you'll usually find us. 
almost immediately. Uh, we also have a Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, which we update. Uh, I'd recommend Facebook or Twitter for updates for the sound, uh, for the podcasts, whereas just go straight to Twitch for the streams and such. Other than that, uh, I hope everybody has a great evening and try and take care of yourselves. Night, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.